Have you heard about Salt River Automotive? Not only are we open for business and ready to serve you, we are sponsors of the BS in the Morning show on Westplex 107.1. Check us out on Facebook at Salt River Automotive LLC. See you soon. That's the way I feel about Shelly. If it wasn't for Shelly, I wouldn't be doing this morning show. I did not hear a one word you said. Well, good. <laughs> Never mind. Because <laughs> it was snarky and it's something that I probably would involve my hand in your throat. Is that pretty much no, what you're saying? It was a compliment, but if you didn't hear it, I'm not going to repeat it. You know, I'm not well, going to repeat it because I never, you never <laughs> give me compliments. I'm, I'm not going to be the guy who who is is having you search for compliments. You know, I mean, if if you want me to compliment you on your beautiful blonde hair, I will. You know, I'll say that she has the most beautiful blonde hair of any woman I know. Uh huh. <laughs> It, Considering I'm a brunette, thank you, Brad. <laughs> no problem, Shelly. It's six twelve. This is BS in the morning. I'm Shelly. She's Brad. You know, it's funny. We're on at night now. Do you know that? Are I do know that. <laughs> Explain to everybody else what that means. Uh, we are we are trying something new on KSLQ, and yeah. quite honestly, uh, there may be a day when KSLQ, as we know it, now goes away. And turns into? Podcaster. Podcaster. That's interesting. Tell me more. It'll be nothing but podcasts, the radio station. Because right now, the hottest thing in the audio, they call now it's called audio business. It's not necessarily the radio business. It's the audio business is podcasting. There's a gazillion podcasts up, and there's people being paid big big bucks and the whole idea. And the, the problem with that is that, there are, it, it's sort of the way things are in general, okay? There's a handful of people making a huge amount of money in baseball and football. You know, you figure all the guys who are playing, uh, you know, the NBA, um, you know, all the uh, Major League Baseball people, NFL people, even the National Hockey League, the percentage of those people as compared to the broader percentage of the people who play baseball, football, hockey, uh, basketball is like very, very, very small. Probably the people who are making the big bucks is probably like a tenth of a point of one percentage point of the total people playing football. And you figure that like when I was a kid, and this is true, like even my sons, uh, when they were playing Little League Baseball, there's not one single kid that any of my sons played with. And all three of my sons played Little League Baseball. There's not one single kid that ever made it, made it into the, the even the minor leagues. So in other words, you know, the chances of someone of some parent like this one doofus on my on my son's team who would tell everybody his son was his retirement project. His son was going to be this tremendous pitcher and he was going to make so much money that that's how he's going to retire. And he was serious. He wasn't kidding. And he pushed his. Well, that's probably because he felt like I felt feel about my babes. Well, she's the only thing that I own in this world, free and clear. You don't own her. How how in the world can you say you own your daughter? That's pretty nasty. Oh, Brad. Well, no, seriously, Mr. Literal. Hi, I'm Mr. Literal today. I mean, come on. How are you today? You can't say. Oh, I'm fine, Shelly. How are you? (laughs) You can't say. Fine, Mr. Literal. You can't say things like that anymore because of the fact that I can say anything I want to say, really. Yeah, but then the but then the and that the whole free speech thing. Yeah, but that no no we don't have that anymore because if you say something that people don't like, then they pick at you or they boycott you or they take down your statue or something like that. You know, (laughs) they take they would take down the Shelly Bar statue. Yeah, the, the, yeah. Watch it, be you watch it because if you don't watch it, they'll be they'll be 
showing up with that crane, and they'll be pulling down that 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 Shelly Bar statue <laughs> that at bronze Shelly Bar two statue. o'clock in the morning when nobody's around. No, no, but the <laughs> the idea being is is that the point I was trying to make is that there's tons of people doing podcasts, and there's very few people making any money at it. And the idea being is we think that there's a market for promoting some of these podcasts. Just like, for example, I've done this thing where we now have, you know, I, that one you sent me the other day, I didn't really, didn't really like that song. But we've, we are playing two songs on the radio right now that, we are. that p- the artists contacted us directly. Matter of fact, the one, this one, you know, the very first one, Harlow, who's this gal is like, it's like she's like a marketing machine. You know, she's the, she wrote the song, she produced the song, she sings on the song, she's on the video, um, and she's calling up radio stations, and we had her on the air. And to the point where what's happened in our industry with consolidation, uh, where all the radio stations are owned by a few owners, and like, for example, I've gotten to the point where with my new uh, website called uh, radiopoop.com, radiopoop.com, go check it out, that I call it McRadio. And at first people go, what's McRadio? McRadio is like, think about it for a minute. McRadio is like McDonald's. If you go into the McDonald's in Miami or the one in Seattle, you get a Big Mac, it's the same thing. That's what they're doing the radio. These big companies like like iHeart that owns a bunch of stations in St. Louis, you, you, you can go from city to city to city, and there's Ryan Seacrest on every stink, stinking city. You know, and I, He's on a station. You go to Columbia, Missouri, he's on Z or, or Y10, Y107. Okay, you go to Mammoth City, and, I, and Ryan Seacrest is there. And the company here in town, Odyssey, uh, that used to be Intercom, just did this thing, and they bragged about it. You know, hey, look what we're doing. They took, one, they took one of their male DJs and one of their female DJs from one of their stations, uh, and this was a CHR format, in other words, a Top 40 f- format. In the old days, we called it Top 40. Now it's called Contemporary Hit Radio, CHR. They took one of those people, and they're now putting them on seven or eight of their radio stations. So that means that on seven or eight of those radio stations, they fired two people. They got rid of two people who were on those stations in those particular cities doing a local show. They're now gone. Now they have one person from Philadelphia or whatever it's from doing the shift on six or seven of these radio stations. So it's turned into McRadio. It's the same thing. Now, the sad part of it is, you know who the worst offender at McRadio is? Is it a local? No, the religious people, EMF, uh, what they're called. Oh, yeah. Because they run. I can, I can actually kind of see that. They yeah. run this format called K-Love, and they've been buying these stations all around the country. They bought The Loop in Chicago. The Loop had like, I don't know, 70 or 80 people on the staff. They fired every single one of them, and they put on a satellite receiver, and there's nobody on the air in Chicago anymore live at K-Love. It's just their syndicated format that's all over the country. McRadio, you know, eh, once again, hey. And then... Then the big companies complain, we can't find any new talent. We, we can't find people who want to get in the radio business. Duh. Guess what? When, when you keep cutting jobs and keep eliminating local air positions, you know, guess what? You can't find those people anymore because they're going to go like, it's just sort of like what's happening like in the restaurant industry. I heard it again yesterday. People talking about like, well, you know, I used to, be in, I used to work in food service and then the pandemic hit and I lost my job. And I decided, I don't want to go back into food service because, you know, hours sort of sucked. I had to work nights, weekends, pay wasn't great. I'm just, and I make more money than I did <laughs> right? when I was working. And I'm sitting at home, you know, watching Netflix uh, and chilling. Playing video games. Playing video games. In my mom's basement. Right. Why do I need to have a work? You know, I don't have to drive anywhere anymore. I don't have to get up in the morning. I sleep. I sleep till noon. You know, eh, life's good. God, there's, I, I read the Dana White interview uh, again 
Oh my God, I couldn't agree more with the guy. Who is she again? It's a he. <laughs> he he's the, he, just kidding. Yeah, you're gonna. He's the guy JK. that runs the UFC and essentially is saying, "Hey, man, we're getting all soft." You know, and I, I really do believe that. I mean, the competitive spirit in the United States is not what it used to be, and and I don't want to get political about it, but when you got you know, the government being run by people who want to send us money and, oh, you you don't have any money to buy a big screen TV. We'll send you some money. Ooh, it's terrible. You know, I mean, like, like the sad part of it is they talk about poverty in the United States. People who are, quote, unquote, in poverty in other countries would be rich people. You know, I mean, like if if you're if you have a car in the United States and you're, you know, you're supposedly and I don't care if it's an old beater like the ones I drive, you know, I drive. I've got I've got two cars I drive. I have a three hundred dollar car that I bought for three hundred dollars and a five hundred dollar car. Okay, in another country, having two cars, I would be the richest man, like probably in ten thousand people, because I got two old beater cars. Go down to Cuba. You ever seen the cars in Cuba? You ever seen this in Cuba, Shelley? No, only on um, TV. When when Castro took over Cuba in the late fifties or mid to late fifties, they stopped. You know that he would no longer allow importation of any cars. So, like a new car in in like Cuba is like a '59, and you go and it's like, okay, is this like a car show? I've I've I have I have a friend of mine that went to Cuba on vacation. Why they did that, I have no idea. Brought back pictures and showed me pictures, and it was amazing. You see these cars in the road. It looks like Sunday at Forest Park, some kind of a car show. It's all these old cars, and they fix them up. You know, they keep them running because they haven't been able to import any new cars because it's been illegal to import or export a car, import a car into Cuba for years because they don't want to have people have cars because it's communist. Everybody should be equal. You know, you shouldn't have a nice car, although the government officials drive around in brand new limousines, but that's a whole other story. Um, anyway, uh, the idea being that that's, that's what some people are saying it's happening in the United States. They're making, if, if the whole thing about equality, you know, I mean, are you and I equal? Depends on what you're asking about. On many fronts. Are you and I physically equal? Uh, again, <laughs> it depends on what you're asking. You're a dudette. I'm a dude. No, we're not equal. Okay? Do we have the same? That's not necessarily accurate. I used to be freakishly strong for a girl, and I could actually... Um... No, but, but, but you are biologically different from me. You had a... You yes, had a, I am. You had Thank a you child. Thank you noticing. Sometimes I don't think you know that. You had a child. I could never have a child, okay? Yeah, you're a non-birthing Right. Uh, you're a birthing what person. Is it? Non- non-birthing... Humanoid. That's what it is. Humanoid, <laughs> right. yeah. Right. Okay, once again, you know, and, and once again, think about this for a minute, okay? Your high school class that you went to school with, okay, you all had the same education but yet there are people in your class who have done exceptionally well who are probably multimillionaires now and there are people in your class who are probably living under a bridge somewhere right i don't know about the whole bridge thing i bet you there are but um you know, i agree with the first part and you went to a high-end school you went to clayton high school which is now like I extremely did. extremely you know high-end you know once again that you know equality is a myth because you know it's it's like they they tell the story all the time about million- how do we segue into this? I don't know about millionaires uh, that and you hear people talk about like oh the guy's worth ten million dollars and you find out that the guy's been bankrupt three times you know what I mean it's the point where like no hold on a minute now huh if you're worth ten million today how'd you well you know I charted this and didn't go right and thing blew up and I have to declare bankruptcy and I started over again 
So in other words, you got your butt kicked and you started out, yeah, yeah, you know, one of those things. God, how many times have I got my butt kicked? I mean, I can... Yeah, but you've never you've never filed bankruptcy before. Except Ralph tells everybody that, but that's all another Yeah, I know he does, but that's in <laughs> Ralph world. Yeah, Ralph world. <laughs> Why would he do that? I still don't understand. Anyway, uh, BS in the Morning. Uh, we digress. Show. It's 624. BS in the Morning dot show is a website for the radio station, or actually for the, the, the morning show. Uh, what radio stations we're on is kslq.com, westplex1071.com, crap.website, all our different radio stations. Trimal casting. And if you want to find out what's going on in the St. Louis radio business, you know, I have to be honest with you. I've gotten to the point where I can knock out these columns in about 10, 15 minutes. They're pretty, they're pretty cute, well, actually. Well, they're short and to the point, you know, and I've been doing this thing called Radio Indeed Poop. they are. And I'm having fun with it. And today, I have my Steve Templeton com, uh, uh, comments. You know who Steve Templeton is? Who is he? He's the weather dude at Channel 4. Okay. I was thinking he was some kind of... Uh... No, an NHL person. They have him on. They have him on the news station, the new talk station, News Talk STL one one nine. And the reason I think it's good is because once again, I'm for local radio. And what did they have in ninety seven one? They had Dave Murray. Okay, once upon a time, Dave Murray was a local guy. You know, Dave Murray lives in Palm Springs, California. You know that? He doesn't live here anymore. You've, you've said that before. Yeah. And he does the forecast. I'm going like, okay, can't we find somebody local? Can't we find a guy who can? open up his window and look out the window and it's the same weather that you and I have at our house. You know what I mean? <laughs> and, re- and record us right. through the uh, uh, canned green, green beans and string. What now? Nothing. Okay. You yeah. said, you could you have a guy that looks out the window and says, and I said, and record us through the canned string greens and greens. Never mind. Man, I've lost on that one. <laughs> I'm not going to touch that one. Oh. You know, operator with the two cans. Operator with the two cans. Are you talking about? And the string. You've never done that as a child. What does that have to do? You've with never what? communicated with someone. What does that have to do with two weather forecasts? Two empty cans and a string. What does that have to do with weather forecasts? <laughs> I'm lost. Okay, so you know what happens when I get lost? We go to break. Six twenty-six. Shelley. Brad. Can't we just talk? We can never just talk. <laughs> Westplex 107. There's always yelling and <laughs> spitting, and that always ends up happening. Westplex 107.1, uh, KSOQ, crap, AM 1350, all part of BS in the Morning Dot Show. That's who we are right now, 634. Uh, <laughs> can't we just what? talk? Okay. Uh, yesterday. The smartest woman in the world. I don't. I don't totally understand what's going on with stuff. She corrected me on something. Our governor came out. Governor Parson came out with this thing where they're having this contest where you can win money for vaccines. I thought it was if you if you got a vaccine now, it's anybody who's already been vaccinated, and they're giving away ten thousand dollars. Did you hear? Did you hear about this? No. Yeah, the ten thousand dollar deal. Missouri to offer ten thousand dollar checks for vaccinations and bid to boost lagging numbers. That's the uh, headline in the Post Dispatch this morning. Uh, so, so you can. <laughs> I don't know the whole deal, but I guess you got to. If you've already given, if you already received your vaccine, you've got to show your vaccine card to be eligible for the contest. And it's like a weekly deal. Hey, today we're gonna pick out a person that's already been vaccinated. Oh, it's Shelly Bar. Shelly Bar, come get your ten thousand dollar check. Crowd goes wild. I mean, and I'm going like, now hold on a minute. Now I read this report last week. I can't, I can't find it. I read it, and now I can't find a stupid thing. And it said it was some some peer reviewed medical report or something like that. It was in JAMA or you know, you know what JAMA is or 
what they call JAMA, it's the Journal of American Medical, Me- Medical Association or something like that. Anyway, um, they, they did this statistical study and they said that these states, they're doing like the lottery things. If you get the vaccine, you're entered into the lottery. They said it doesn't do anything. There's, they can't prove that it increased the number or decreased the number of people getting vaccines. And they, in other words, they interviewed all these people and they say, hey, were you, you know, would you go get a vaccine now because you can win a lottery prize? And most people go, nah, I don't, I don't believe in vac-. They're either They either already have the vaccine or they're not getting it. And, you know, there are a lot of people who are religiously against it, and I, I get that, and a lot of people that are medically against it, because once again, you know, and there are a lot of people who are politically against it, like Kamala Harris. Remember, she said she would never take a vaccine that Trump had anything to do with, but yet she got a vaccine. Maybe maybe some, you know what? I think she got the Dr. Fauci version. Dr. Fauci went to his lab and, well, I'll make a special version for Kamala. I'll just cook it up here, put a little salt, a little sugar in, a little maple syrup. You <laughs> he know. did not do that. <laughs> he did. <laughs> did you hear that one of the um, news um, stations only, only um, played Dr. Fauci's statements yesterday? Well, he had this big, big fight with with Rand Paul, and Rand, yes. Rand Paul's trying to get him arrested because it is it is sort of interesting. Because once again, here's you know, and I not not trying to be a jerk, and you'll people say I'm a jerk when I do this. Okay, let me see if I find it. Is it here? Is it here? I kind of find it. It's here. Okay. Um, no, no, here it is. Here's 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 Dr. Fauci talking about me. Uh, in St. Louis. Okay, you ready? Yes. Do you realize that because of you, this city is being overrun by baboons? Oh, no, sorry. No. <laughs> That's pretty accurate, but I don't think that was Dr. Fauci. No, here's Dr. Fauci when, when, when he meets Shelly. Shelly walks up to him and Dr. Fauci looks at her and says, She was the kind of woman that made you want to drop to your knees and thank God you were a man. <laughs> That's Dr. Fauci. You're so funny. <laughs> but that, that evidently that really happened yesterday. Now, here's Dr. Fauci. People should not be walking around with masks. Okay. Here's, here he says, and then he, this is from 60 Minutes, in January of 2020, either late, early Jan, late January, early February 2020, so a year and a half ago. Okay. And here he is again. The guy in 60 Minutes says, explain that to me again. And he says, right now, people should not be walking. There's no reason to be walking around with a mask. Okay, this is the same guy that's now telling us we should have our masks back on. So, okay, what is it? And I people are saying like... But nobody knew anything about anything when that disease came out. Yeah, but... You but, know, and they were just trying to make the best decisions that they could. I understand. Based on what they were given. But the problem with that is that, you know, you you give it... People give advice and it turns out to be the wrong advice. You know what I'm saying? And, but we yet, do that all the time. <laughs> no, we, our disclaimer is whatever I say, do the opposite. That's, you know, I tell people all the time. Matter of fact, certain people I tell, I tell frequently, you know, they ask me for advice and I will give them my advice and I'll always say, now, whatever I tell you, just do the opposite and you'll do great. <laughs> if I tell you to, And just so you know, everyone, he does say that. He does put I that do. disclaimer I on do. it when you ask about when you ask him advice. People ask my advice and I give my advice and then I always say, "Yeah, but now, now just whatever you do, do the opposite and whatever I just told you, do the opposite and you'll do great." And That's about right. Which it, but but see once again, I mean like people look at me and they go like, "He's a stupid disc jockey on the radio station." Okay? Remember, That's I'm not what they say. I'm the guy that over a year ago when the stock market tanked, 
when the COVID thing first hit and they shut down travel and the whole bit. I'm the guy that said, go out and buy it. When Boeing stock hit $95 a share, what did I say? I say, go out and buy Boeing stock. Go out and buy Boeing. And let me see where Boeing is today. I say, go take everything, take every penny you got, you know, take out a loan, buy Boeing stock, and, you know, people go, well, it's 95, and they've got the 737 MAX problem, and they're going in the toilet. And I go, first off, they got government contracts. They're never going out of business. They'll always be there because they're making F-15s and F-18s and stuff like that. Uh, it closed yesterday at 222.54. Okay, so if you would have taken your money and you're 95, you would have bought $95 Boeing stock. You would have doubled your money, okay? I'm the guy that said, I, you know, when these, what they call the meme stocks, you know what the meme stocks are? I do not. The meme stocks are the ones that like have all done real well because of the Reddit sub the subreddits, you know, like uh, the uh, uh, Cost Headphones and GameStop and and uh, uh, and uh, what's the uh, AMC Theaters? AMC. Okay, there's one. AMC Theaters. Okay, AMC. Uh, AMC. Let's do what AMC stock. This is one that's like AMC stock. Okay, it's up to forty. Point seven eight. Okay, closed to forty point seven eight yesterday. Okay, if you look at the one year trend, uh, last year in February of uh, it's uh, matter of fact yesterday it 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 hit. It's been as high as sixty in the last couple of days. Okay, if you look at the trends back in fifty two week low, it was at a dollar ninety one. Okay, it's at forty. So you would have what is that times twenty. If you would have taken, you but, would have made a little cash. Yeah, twenty times. If you would have had, if you would have put a hundred dollars in, you know, you'd have two thousand dollars, right? Hundred dollars, you'd have, you know, yeah, right. Hundred dollars. You bought a hundred dollars worth of stock, and you could have bought, you could have bought fifty shares of stock back in uh, February of twenty twenty uh, for fifty shares of stock for. As a matter of fact, it it was, um, it was it was that low in January. As a matter of fact, in December of. Uh, December first of this year, it was at it was at a, that's where it was. It was at a buck ninety one. Okay, so six months ago, now it's at forty. Cost headphones, which I've used for years and years and years and years and years. Let's look at that one. Cost headphones, and these were all stocks that people on Reddit were promoting. Uh, Cost headphones is at nineteen dollars and seventeen cents. Um, and once again, if you would have bought it earlier this year, it was at a dollar seventy five. Okay, they're meme stocks because all these people started talking about it. Now, what's interesting is, is the, the stock market analysts have going. I, I have a friend of mine that told me the story that that he was in a um, um, one of these stock clubs. You know, a bunch of people they get together and they pool their money yeah, and they buy my, stock. Yeah, my my daddy had one of those called the Twenty Limited. Right, and a bunch of people and they pool their money and they you know they they yeah. you know, they, they they share the profits. Okay, and he told me about this and I go, why don't you buy? I go, are you in the Tesla? No, we don't have Tesla. Why aren't you in the Tesla? I mean, Tesla's like, you know, Tesla's crazy. I mean, that stock... It's once, booming. Well, it's sort of like, if you go back in the 90s, it would have been like buying Yahoo stock. Let's see, Tesla, let's see what Tesla stock. Uh, it's split. Uh, it's it's split, and it's now at 655.29. Uh, let's go back. Okay, it's been as high as almost $1,000 a share. Matter of fact, it closed down. It's at 678. If you would have bought Tesla stock... In 52-week low, it was at 273. If you would have bought Tesla stock in 2019, at one point it was down to what as low as what 30 or 40 dollars. Okay, it's now closed yesterday at 655.29. Okay, and everybody goes like, well, that stock is that stock is is speculative, right? You know, hey, give me my speculative money if I can take 10 bucks and turn it to a thousand dollars in a day or in a week or a month. 
I'm going to do that. You know, I, I oh, you know what? I could go, if I want to play it safe, I could go to the bank and put it in a savings account and make point zero 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 one percent right? Who would do that anymore? Do you, I mean, do you know anybody who There has, are people that still do that. I, why would you do that? I mean, I don't understand it. A savings account. I mean, like, you know... You know, oh, hey, our Civic, our, the new, our new two-year CD is paying 0.2%. Okay, yeah. let me think about that. So if I put in $10,000 after two years, I'll have $10,002? Is that what I'll have? You know, Pretty I'm, much. I'm like, why would I do that? Okay, anyway. So that's Brad, the financial expert. And once again, nobody listened Thank to me you, when I said buy Boeing stock at 95. And everybody, well, what do you know? Uh, you know, why no? Nothing. That's what I know. I know zero. I know Zippo. Zippo, that's what I know. Drawback two and punt. What did you say again? Drawback two and punt. Wow. I you know, I don't think I've ever I don't I don't ever heard, think I've heard that before. Mm-hmm. What that that's are are you a football expert? I don't think I've ever heard that before. Drawback two and punt. <laughs> Oh my God! <laughs> Are you a football expert? Yes, Brad, I am. Drawback two and punt. You know what? I don't even know what a spread point is. A spread point. Okay. You know what? This is Shelley, and the motto around the radio station is: whenever Shelley says something, it's something that things that make you go hmm. Yeah, 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 yeah. And 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 did you know that? Did you know that Shelley used to hang out at the swimming pool with Joe Biden when Shelley was younger? Mm-hmm. Did you know this? Joe talked about it. Joe talked about it when Shelly was at the swimming pool. And the kids used to come up and reach in the pool and rub my leg down so it was straight and then watch the hair come back up again. Yeah, not me. <laughs> that 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 was not me that he was referring to. Oh. Thank you, Brad. Oh, oh look, 645. Whatever it is, he answers now. Happy birthday, Shelly. It's your birthday. Oh, I didn't have it turned on. Also, I'm sorry. Go ahead. What now? When's your birthday? In March. March. March 32nd. Wasn't that what it is? Yes. That's what I thought. Uh, BS in the morning. I'm Shelly. She's Brad. Man, I've got a story next hour talking about this. Pretty. It's it's actually a terrible. It's a it's a terrible radio story. Terrible radio story. I mean, every. I'm sorry. Every radio was station. Somebody hurt. Oh well, yeah, somebody was hurt. A radio station was hurt. I mean, we can't have that. And you know what today is? Today's the big day. What big day? <laughs> You're right on top of things this morning, aren't you? <laughs> oh, is it is it the day that uh, Tracy brings her stations on? No, 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 no. We, That's we don't... next week, isn't it? Well, supposedly. And and, and supposedly. Now, here, here, there's all sorts of crap going on with that. She's on there saying she's now bought 42 radio stations. No, she's not. Yeah, 42 radio stations. She's going to have 42 different radio stations. And the crazy thing is, you want to show on Tracy's station, if you're a politician, you know, you got to show. You know, if you're in, like, if you're in the Missouri State Senate or House, come on. You know, you can have a show on her radio station. I mean, it's not even on the air yet. Anyway, <laughs> you don't know what we're talking about. People go like, what's he talking about? <laughs> anyway, I won't go there. Okay, I'm going to look at, hold on, I'm going to look at, i got to pull something off my phone here. Uh, da, 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 da. Uh, we'll talk about that. What did I miss yesterday? Some, I missed something yesterday. Let me go through my list. Oh, 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 oh. This is pretty interesting. We'll talk about this next hour. Um, this guy, this guy's a state representative in Minnesota, 
and he's in a world of hurt because he claimed that on a traffic stop that and he's he's a black dude and he got pulled over by a white police officer and he claimed on a traffic stop that he was racially insulted by the traffic officer and the traffic officer uh, was mean to him and uh, and was nasty to him the whole bit. Well, the only problem was, guess what? What? The cop had a body cam on and they released the body camera uh, uh, video and it couldn't be anything different than what the guy said. And Did he say, don't you know who I am? <laughs> no, no, it's even worse. It's even uh-huh. worse because of the fact that he's trash talking the cop and the cop is very professional and then it comes out that this guy, who is the state rep, who made this allegation that well, we'll talk about it next hour. It, it's one of these things where, so, you know, the whole body cam thing was, and you know, and think about it for a minute. The body cam thing was to show how terrible police are. We're going to show these police are terrible. They're beating people up and they're yanking people out of cars and they're whacking them in the head with their nightstick sticks and they're shooting them in the back and they're doing this and that. So the only problem with that is that most of the body cam footage has come out. It's pretty damning to the to the criminal or to the, you know, the people are involved with, you know, right. And, and most of the stuff I've seen is like when people make these allegations and then a body camera, uh, you know, video comes out, it's like, okay, that was like the cop did a pretty darn good job there. And I don't see any problem with the most people. I don't see, I don't see what was wrong. You know, I mean, there are obviously situations. I told you the story, you know, I'm for those of you new to the, to the show, I put myself through college as a police dispatcher. I worked as a police dispatcher for three years. You know, I heard also also as a police dispatcher, the guy who's mayor of New Melly, Richard West, remember him? I do. Uh, I heard him on another station. Of course, he never come on our station, but I heard him on another station talking about he used to be a police dispatcher in the city. Anyway, um, when I was a police dispatcher. In the city city? Yeah, he was in the city of St. Louis. He was a police dispatcher in the city. That's what he said. He did, And he was a cop for like 15 years or something like that. Anyway, that's Really? What, yes. Now that I knew. I just didn't know the other part. That's what he said. He said he started as a police dispatcher. So did I. And I was a police dispatcher. And, I uh, mean, I could tell, uh, to this day, I could tell you bizarre stories. Now, we had one cop uh, who, uh, I think he's long since gone, so uh, I can even mention his name, but I won't, because uh, his relatives, his kids may still be around, who was prejudiced against hippies. He didn't have any racial prejudice. If you were a hippie, you were in trouble, because he was... Long-haired, freaky people, you <laughs> mean? <laughs> Long-haired, freaky people. You got a ticket. I mean, and, and if you said one word to him, you got... Two tickets, and if you said two words to him, you got three tickets. And but if you were nice, if you were a dude or a dudette, and you were nice, clean cut, you know, you were dude had your hair cut nice, you're wearing you know those those nice you know scholarly glasses, or if you're a woman, you know you had nice you know clothes on, you know he'd just pull you up. Hey, oh, I just want to tell you you're doing 15 miles an hour over the limit. Or I'm Shelly. Hey, I just want to tell you you're doing 40 miles an hour over the limit. And uh, uh, you know, uh, you know, watch it. Keep, keep that. Keep, keep an eye on that speedometer. Okay. See you later. Bye. But if you had long hair, hey, you maggot, I'm giving you a ticket. <laughs> and he was, <laughs> I'm telling you, you were two miles over on the limit. You were doing 37 and a 35. Here's a ticket. See you in court. Bye. That was him. And and once again, you know, he had a bias. He hated long-haired, freaky people. And it didn't, care, didn't matter if you were man, woman, black, white, Indian, whatever. If you were a hippie, he didn't like you because he was a good old Southern boy. And it had nothing to do with race, which is funny because they used to kid him about that. He said, I just hate hippies. 
<laughs> anybody who was who was a hippie. So if you're wearing like you know back in the day, if you're wearing like in the winter, if you're wearing one of those those uh, jackets that had the fringe leather, you know what I'm talking about. So the hippie dippy. I actually have one of those. The hippie dippy. Well, yours is a biker one like that. Yours no, like, I have another one that's not a biker jacket. Really? Yeah. Okay, I got to play some commercials here because otherwise the computer is going to come and and strangle me. Okay. Oh. Uh? Well, you better get to it, buddy. It's six. It got me already. This is my favorite part of the whole song. Sounds like we're the old days KFUO. Classical music. Yes, you're on the classic stations. Yes, classic, all classics all the time. I remember that station. Shelly's a classic. Brad's not. Uh, By the way, I'm screwed up here this morning, so I have to do something right off the bat. This is BS in the Morning. KSLQ FM Washington, K296 HA Washington, KRAP AM Washington. Now we're legal. Okay, 703. Okay, um, I saw this the other day, and I thought to myself, we we're just talking about this last hour about how the body cam stuff is like is like backfiring on people. This guy's name is um, John Thompson, I believe. I know his last name's Thompson. Let me look it up here. He's a state rep in Minnesota, and he got pulled over on July 4th. Hold on a minute. Uh, what's his name? Uh, John Thompson. Yeah, Representative John Thompson is Democrat. Uh, he was asked to resign by the governor. Okay, so he gets himself in a little bit of trouble because, and this is how things happen when you know you start with one problem and then it sort of snowballs. Okay, mm-hmm. he, he, on July fourth, he's driving around at night. He gets pulled over and he get. I think he got pulled over for speeding. And 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 cops got the body cam. You can watch the body cam video. It's all over the internet. And cops very professional. Ask him for his driver's license. Whole bit. Now keep in mind this is in Minnesota, so the cop comes back and he hands him a Wisconsin driver's license. And you know if you've, if you've ever been there before, it's like Minneapolis, St. Paul is sort of like St. Louis, where you drive across the river and you're in Wisconsin. You know what I mean? Yes. Like in St. Louis, that's exactly the way it is. You drive across the river and you know here and you're in Illinois, so it's not like yes. you're, you have to drive like you know. 100 miles to go to a different state. So he's got no. a Wisconsin driver's license, which is suspended. Okay? Now, keep in mind, he's a state rep in Minnesota, and he's got okay. a Wis- Wisconsin driver's license. Do you see a problem with that right from the get-go? Okay? Yes. Okay, so it's suspended, and why is it suspended? For child support. So he makes a big stink about this, saying that this cop pulled him over, and the cop was white, he was black, and the cop harassed him, and the cop was mean to him, and the cop was, was racially charged, racially charged. You know, the, the cop was giving him also, and the cop is like Mr. Pro-Cop, you know? I mean, it's sort of like watching these, in the old days when you could wa- you could still run cops, remember the TV show on TV, and the police officer were like went into police officer mode, you know, which is always funny, because yeah, I, when I worked for the police boys. department, these guys were like, you know, professionally, sometimes I'd ride with them, and like, they were like different people. Like with me, they're kidding and joking around because, you know, hey, I work with them. And they'd pull over people. You know, sir, uh, I wanted to tell you that you were doing, you know, if they pulled over Shelly. Ma'am, I just wanted to tell you that the speed limit here was 60. You were doing 120. I could barely keep up with you. Brad, stop it. My car won't even go. (laughs) It barely goes up to 60. And you're throwing beer cans out the window at me, and I didn't appreciate that. Don't drink beer. (laughs) And one of them hit my my dashboard. (laughs) Anyway, anyway, so, so. He st- he throws fire. He throws gasoline on fire, because, you know, because he's going like the cop was was mean to me. He he because I'm a black guy. He was mean to me. Okay, so then it comes out. Then all this stuff comes out that he's now being asked to resign by the governor of Minnesota because of the fact that quote the alleged acts of violence against women 
outlined in these reports are serious and deeply disturbing. This is the governor in the in the Star Tribune. He's got all these charges against him. Like, uh, Thompson was reportedly arrested in 2003 for allegedly hitting his then-girlfriend at a grocery store parking lot in front of her five-year-old daughter. He eventually pleaded guilty to a reduced charge of disorderly conduct and resisting arrest. A year later, the same girlfriend reportedly called police, accusing him of hitting her, throwing her through a kitchen table, and choking her in front of her three children. She claimed uh, in the police report, she said, quote, I'll choke you until you can't breathe anymore. That's what she said. He said the girlfriend reportedly told police a day earlier he told her that her daughter, I hope you both die. Uh, the girlfriend was in 2009. Police responded to an incident where Thompson allegedly exposed himself in front of a woman and two children during an argument. I'm the man. You called this. You can S my D. That's good. <laughs> okay. I'm sorry. I should have read that. He allegedly said after he reportedly pulled out his. <laughs> no charges will fire. The next year, police were called when a woman who said she'd been in a relationship with Thompson for years and had two children with him claimed he'd pulled out his own blub and he did it again. <laughs> He's just a great guy. Uh, Mr. Thompson denies the allegations, according to his attorney. Okay. <laughs> is he a Republican or a Democrat? He's a Democrat. Now, the interesting thing is, you know you're in trouble when you're a Democrat and the governor in your state is a Democrat and he's calling for your resignation, right? And then the interesting thing about it is, supposedly, the district that he ran, ran in and was elected in, he doesn't live there. He lives somewhere else. And he said, well... It happens a lot. Well, I mean, yeah, we've had that right here in St. Charles County. Uh, yeah, did they ever finish rezoning? No, because they don't have the census. You mean the the you know? Yes, yeah. yes, that's exactly what I'm talking. They about. They don't have the, the 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 data for the census. So 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 once again, here's this guy who essentially none of this would have come out if he wasn't wouldn't come out with this this racial allegation against the cop. And once again, I mean, it's to the point where nowadays you're always on video, no matter where you are. Think about that for a minute. I mean, That's true. you're always on video. Even driving down the road when there are no right. police officers right. around, even right. remotely around, and you get a ticket three days later. All up and down with the interstates here in the St. Louis area, you got video cameras. You know, I mean, they're, yes. they're everywhere. You know, you go yes, into stores, are. video cameras. And, and, and here's the latest one. Have you seen this video? I mean, these things are unbelievable to me. They're having this problem, this problem in California because they have a situation... I think it's called Proposition 47 or something like that, which changed some of the, the sentencing for some of the laws and essentially made shoplifting like like the same misdemeanor as a, like a parking ticket. So in other words, if you got arrested... Oh, really? Yeah, if you got arrested for shoplifting, it's like, eh, you know, here's a ticket, pay it, and things will be fine. So what's happening is these guys are literally walking in the stores with trash bags and just filling them up and walking out. There's one of this guy, guy rides his bicycle into either a CVS or a Walgreens in San Francisco, has a trash bag, goes through all, you know, a couple different aisles, fills the trash bag up, puts it on the handlebars of his bicycle, drives out. The latest one is these two dudes walk into a CJ, uh, TJ Maxx in L.A., and one guy's got a duffel bag, the other guy, and they just go through the, the racks of clothing. Okay, take this, take this, take this. They, and they just walk out, walk out the door. They don't even run. They just walk out the door. People are recording them. They're on the, you know, I mean, people are recording them on their cell phones. They got the camera video. And essentially, you know what TJ Maxx said? TJ Maxx said, um, we have instructed our, our, uh, our uh, employees not to intervene, that uh, they're just supposed to because uh, we're not supposed to do anything. Matter of fact, there was, I can tell you a story. They're not the only people who have taken on that well, strategy. Well, I know, I know several people that I know that work retail have told me similar stories. 
Matter of fact, one story that I cannot tell on the air uh, because I get someone in trouble over this uh, because they told me the story in confidence, but um, someone who was at a store and a guy pulled a knife on a couple of the employees, and the one guy uh, tried to protect the other employees, and he got fired. And I won't tell who that's about. I've, I've, a friend of mine used to work retail uh, down at a very high-end store, and she told me that's happened all the time, that people, and, and most of these people, they're gangs. Because what they do is then they turn around and they sell it. They go to they go to like you know um, they they go to like uh, places there where they can you know they can you know they sell it or they go to like uh, flea markets or they put it online. They go online they sell it on eBay. You know, I mean how bad I is you know what's that? I said I do know. How how bad is that? I mean you it's know it's pretty and, bad. And for example, <laughs> like on like uh, like for example, one of our clients on the radio station here, Dan the Bugman, Dan Kreider, DR Pest Control in Washmo, had a very expensive lawnmower stolen from him. Like, um, in a commercial walk behind, you know, I think it was a Toro, like a commercial big 48-inch, you know, new was like four or $5,000. His was used, probably worth a couple thousand dollars at least, you know, two, $3,000. Got stolen right. from him. They they nailed and got stolen out of his garage at his house. Yeah, and, and they caught the guys who did it, and they have they literally admitted to stealing like, like, 30, 40 different lawnmowers. And that would, they, would, they, would, they would just put them on Craigslist and just sell them. And, you know, once That's again... That's a shame. Well, that, you know, it's just a shame. Well, you know, I mean, you know, there's some people that, that come onto your property and destroy your video cameras and, you know, nothing ever happens to them. <laughs> That's really true. <laughs> they get by scot-free. <laughs> right, right, right. Hold, hold on a minute. I'm, I'm something, some, some, hold on a minute. Careful! Funny, I'm getting. I'm getting someone that I'm talking about is listening because I got a careful, a careful. But but you know, once again, it's to the point where it's like it's like crazy stuff, and to the point where where you know, once again, the whole deal behind the body cams was we're going to show how bad these cops are, you know. Mm-hmm. And nine times out of ten, the cops are doing their job. And you know what? Right now, I mean, I now I mean, I I heard a guy. I heard somebody the other day say that the real numbers for the city police that they really only have, they claim to have like a 1,000 police officers. He claims there's only 700. They're supposed to have 1,200 police officers. This guy claims there's only 700 of them because so many. So and and he, his point is that what's happened is that technically they still work for the city police, but they're on disability leave because of the fact that they got beat up in like riots and things like that, and they've never come back to work, that they're either working desk jobs or they're totally off. They're totally off in disability pay. You know, once again, I worked with cops. I did this for three years when I went to college, okay? Three years, worked with cops. There were some guys that, I mean, most of the guys I worked with, I would trust my life with them. I mean, you know, if, 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 if they said, not because I worked with them, I knew them, just they were that kind of people. And we had, we had, we had a couple that were like, not so great. We had one guy. <laughs> we had one guy who would do, who would work the night shift. And, and the running joke that he was, he did a lot of stationary patrol. You know what stationary patrol was? I do not. He'd park his car and go to sleep. <laughs> oh, that is so funny. And that's what the other guys were. Oh, he's on stationary patrol. Anyway, we had another guy who, honest to God, this is a true story, who dropped his gun one time and it went Did it off. Did go off? Yeah, it went off. And every night for like two weeks when I was working the night shift, every night these guys would go to these same place. It was two guys. I don't know what they were doing. They were two cops together, and one of them dropped their gun, and it went off. And, it, and they, were, they were secretly 
going, they were going 10-7, which means they were out of service. They were going 10-7 at this location. And they'd be at like 10-7 for like an hour and a half. They were trying to find the bullet because they were afraid that somebody would find the bullet and they would do ballistics checks on it and it would come back to his gun. <laughs> you know, but it, it wasn't anything. Literally, he dropped the gun out of his holster and it went off and they were freaked. And it didn't hit anything. It went through like a wall and went into like somebody's office and, and hit a filing cabinet. And they couldn't find it. And they were afraid that somebody was going to find it. They never did find it. <laughs> and we, we, had, we had a lady who worked, who was a secretary, who at the time was, was near, near retirement. And she had this great big husky voice. She talked like this. And she would get off work at 5 o'clock. And she would go uh, into, the, into town, um, in, you know, in where, where I worked, and in Illinois. And she would get sauced. This is like back in the day when drunk driving wasn't like, like a big deal like this. I'm not trying to diminish that. But, you know, you're of the age, Shelley, where there was a time when drunk driving didn't have the stigma it has today. Correct? Correct. And I've always been against drunk driving. I don't care. Even when I was a kid, I was against drunk driving. Anyway, so she wrecked her car, and we had, and she went down in a ditch and went way down in the ditch. And, and it was funny because we had this one guy who was one of our officers, and I still remember his name, Ben McCormick, okay? And Ben McCormick had this beautiful, deep voice. He had like a Trace Atkins voice. He had like, he talked like that. And they called, <laughs> everybody had nicknames for the police department I worked for. He was Leather Lungs. It was called Leather Lungs. So so the running joke was that, and the lady, the lady who, who was the secretary, her name was Mary Lou. So the running joke was that one night, Good old Benny McCormick, Leatherlungs, got a report. He got dispatched to a car accident. A car ran off a road down into a ravine. So he shows up on the scene of the accidents at night, and there's headlights shining up into the into the into the into the the sky. And little did he know, it was Mary Lou who worked for the police department. So he gets out of his car, and he gets out of the car and starts walking down, you know, into this like drainage ditch, and goes, you know, ma'am, are you hurt? You know, in his deep voice, and she goes, Benny, is that you, Benny? <laughs> The other officers was there. So, like, when at night, like when this guy worked the night shift, the other officers would get on the two-way when it was real slow at night and just go, Betty, is that you, Betty? Because <laughs> that was, like, the line she used. And he went down and had to, and she was stuck in mud, and he had to get her out of the mud, and had to, and she'd gotten out of the car, and her, feet, her shoes came off because when she got out of the car, she's in this drainage ditch. Her shoes got stuck in the mud. So Benny had to go down and, cause, Benny, can you go down and get my shoes? And they just always say that to him. Benny, can you go down and get my shoes? <laughs> I wish I would have been there because I know how cute that would have been. And Benny was one of those guys, you didn't want to mess with Benny. And then, and then, got, got, got a, one, it was like Benny and the Jets. Oh my God! I'll tell you something that's really funny that happened. Oh God, we had a blast with this. There was a break-in at one of the athletic fields in in the area where it was part of our jurisdiction, mm-hmm. and they they stole a bunch of equipment, including a pitching machine. You know, like one of these professional pitching machines. Okay. Yeah. So they caught the guy, and they brought and they caught the guy, and he was trying to sell the stuff. And they and they, you know and they arrested him. They brought the stuff back and they put it in the squad room. And and so me and one of the other dispatchers, we asked the, we asked our lieutenant if we could set up the pitching machine in in the in the squad room. And he goes, "What are you going to do with that?" He says, "If you if you guys fire baseballs, you're going to you know shoot them through the wall." No, we won't do baseballs. So we went to the store and bought a bunch of Nerf balls. So oh, how 
fun. <laughs> we would. I was thinking ping pong balls. No, but. we we set it up in the squad room, and we had a little plastic bat, and we would turn the pitching machine on, and we would fire. We would fire Nerf balls. You know, we would we would do batting practice in the squad room when it got slow. Like at night, sometimes the nights was slow. So when the other guys would come in, or or what we'd do is we'd set it up, and when the cops came in the back door, which was the you know where the police car sat, and he came in the back door, we'd fire Nerf balls at him. Some of the guys That's were cool. Cute. One of the guy pulled his gun on me. What? I'm kidding. <laughs> you're so funny. Hey, your daughter can probably tell you stories about the EMS. You know, I mean, you know what EMS stands for, don't you? Emergency medical services. No, earn money sleeping. That's what it stands for. <laughs> I can, I can, I can actually tell you in all honesty that Tiffany has come home and never has said that she had a night that was so slow that she slept all night. Well, there are some departments like that, especially some of the smaller, you know, fire departments, ambulance departments, where they get to sleep through. Well, yeah, like your your son-in-law. I mean, like you know, like he they 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 work twenty four seven out there at Boeing, don't they? Aren't aren't is the fire department twenty four seven? Yes, but he's he's the day job. He's the inspector. Right, I know, but but you know, I mean, you know, I mean, a lot of a lot of you know, like in Ladue, how many fires do you have like at two o'clock in the morning in Ladue? You know what I'm saying? I mean, those guys aren't running all the time. Now, if you're a fireman in North City, how many fires an hour do you have? You know what I mean? I mean yes. To the point where it's like it depends on where you work. You know, and, and once again, we had guys that quit our department because our department got slow at night, you know, which is weird because most departments get, you know, crazy at, at night, you know, and mm-hmm. they didn't like it. It was too slow. You know, you know, hey, I want action. Man, you know, our, our, our action. Remember action? Action. Alicia. Yes. Alicia's, <laughs> I love the nightlife. I love the boogie. Right. I'm sorry. I'm all over the road this morning, right? Yes, you, you are all over the road. I'm all. And you know why that is? No. Because, because, because I have a big fan and I got to do a good show for him. Because if I don't do a good show, he won't be my fan anymore. You know what my fan is? No. I'm an unadulterated fan. He's an unadulterated, whatever he's He is a big fan. That is true. Don't take drugs. (laughs) Yes. He's got blonde hair. (laughs) Evidently, it's a very personal thing when you wear somebody's horn. Evidently, it's a very personal thing when you wear somebody's horn. (laughs) That is a true statement. Now, stop it. (laughs) 721. The stuff that Shelly says. (laughs) Brad, I don't remember yesterday. Brad, I don't remember yesterday. And the only reason why I know what today is is because of my pill minder. Before you got in this program, if you take a test where you're taking cocaine or not, what do you think? Huh? Reclaiming abandoned landmines. <laughs> I haven't played that one in a while. <laughs> if he can't figure out the difference between an elephant and a lion, I don't know what the hell he's talking about. Yeah, I still don't understand that one. Have you ever been offended? Have your feelings been injured? Did a tweet from 25 years ago upset you today? Then you or your loved one might be entitled to financial compensation. Call the law offices of Thompson Ham and call us toll free today at 1-800-LAW. That is so hilarious. What does the fox say? You're a lying dog faced pony soldier. I have prostate problems that were driving me nuts. Boo-choo, 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 doink. 
People are suffering. People are dying. They'd actually breathe in my nostrils to make me move to get you. My get neighbors never talk to me anyway because they think I don't own a bra. How dare you? My neighbors never talk to me anyway because they think I don't own a bra. How dare you? My neighbors never talk to me anyway Brent, because stop. they think I don't own a bra. How Seriously. dare you? <laughs> Sorry. Seven twenty two. I just got a text from someone who should remain nameless. Duh, Trump lovers never understand lion versus elephant. Okay, let me play that one again. I don't know if I understand that one. I don't understand it either. Hold a minute. An elephant and a lion. I don't know what the hell he's talking about. Do you understand that? Not one bit. Okay, we'll we'll have we'll have to. I'm getting real sick of having no one to come home to cuddle with. <laughs> Man child. I'm sorry. Am I in trouble? <laughs> you know, you'd never hear this on Tracy Station or on, on Jeff Alien Station. You'd never hear this on 93.3 or 101.9. Never. Yeah. And by the way, uh, Rick, what's his name? Rick... Um, guy used to own they just sold uh sold that big place out there arrowhead um arrowhead mm-hmm. you know who i'm talking about what's his name anyway what, what was what were you gonna say he's talking about they're buying another station what he's they're buying another station god you know uh, you know maybe i might be able to sell my stations after all because all of a sudden you know between Tra- tracy and the and the the j2 crew the j3 whatever they are now you know they're buying they're buying stations left and right tracy's i may have hold on a minute tracy just i just got a text tracy's buying 42 more stations uh, okay. Uh, uh, <laughs> never mind. Okay, it's 724. Westplex 107.1, KSOQ, mm-hmm. AM 1350, crap, all those radio stations. Okay, here's the story. You ready for this, Shelly? I am. Terrible story. When I read this story, you know, there's some stories that, like, when you sometimes, like, as a man, when you see some guy, like, take it in the family jewels, it makes you hurt, too. You know what I'm saying? If you see, uh-huh. if you see, like, like, there's, there's a great, there's a great, all these great videos of, like, you watch YouTube, these guys getting hit where it hurts, so to say. And one that's funny is there's a bunch of photographers who are doing, like, the first pitch, like some, some Major League Baseball game, and mm-hmm. whoever is throws the pitch, throws, like, 20 feet off the plate, you know, like a Dr. Fauci kind of pitch. You ever seen Dr. Fauci's first pitch? I have not. Oh, my God. <laughs> and he claimed he used to be a baseball player. He says he played college ball. I think he's lost it. Anyway. Well, and so It's so, called different things in different parts of the world. I guess. So anyway, there's this first pitch where the guy throws the first pitch, and it nails one of the cameramen right in the family jewels. I mean, oh my. just nails him. Okay. So here's the story that when I read it, it hurt. Oh, my phone just glitched. Hold on a minute. Where did it go? He was here a minute ago. Hold on a minute. Okay. Here we go. I'll read it. Okay. Mm-hmm. A stolen car. Hold on. Pop-ups on my phone. A stolen car being chased by police left the roadway and struck a guy wire of a tower of Senla Broadcasting, Sports ESPN 1410, KDBS, Alexandria, Louisiana, toppling it to the ground. The station at simulcast station, the Alexandria Licensed Translator K234CY at 94.7, are currently off the air as a result. According to the Alexandria Police Department, a car chase that involved a stolen trailer 
ended with the vehicle crashing into the tower at approximately 10 a.m. on Tuesday, July 20th. The driver directed the vehicle through a field and crashed through the protective fence surrounding the tire and continued into the transmitter building and hit a guy wire. Eventually, the tower fell. The broadcast tower for 1410 KDBS was toppled today when a stolen car left the runway and struck a guy wire during a police chase, according to the sister station post uh, on their website, KSYL970. The plan is to have KDBS back on, utilizing a temporary antenna by Saturday. Good news, if you have an HD radio in your car, ESPN will continue a 93.1 HD3. I wonder if Shelly, wonder if Tracy will buy that radio station now. It's off the air. Anyway, can you imagine that? A guy, he's being chased by police. He goes off the road into a field, drives across the field, hits a guy wire for the tower, smashes in the transmitter building, the guy wire breaks, tower falls down, radio station's off the air. And I guarantee you the guy has no insurance. You know what I mean? It's just one I do know what you mean. <laughs> and what's crazy about that is that that happens more than you care. Matter of fact, honest, this is, this is a story that, that Tracy will never want to uh, admit, but the station she's buying at Vandalia, a truck, I think it's KVMO, I think the caller is that station in Vandalia, Vandalia, Missouri. A truck, the tower used to be next to the prison. I believe that's where it was. There's a prison up in Vandalia. And a truck that was delivering something to the prison backed up and hit the guy wire and knocked the tower down. And matter of fact, really? matter of fact I will tell you a story about the tower we're on right now. The 97-1 tower out at, yeah. out at, out at uh, Fizey and, and uh, the, the tower that 107-1 is on at this very moment. It's us and yeah. 97-1. Yes. Fizey and Brian Road. You know, you've been out there several times, okay? Correct, yes. That tower was knocked over by a tornado. In, really? Oh, yeah, like in, I don't know, 85 or 86 or something like that. And, and this is a true story, honest to God. They rebuilt the tower, put a new tower up, put a brand new tower up. And when they were finishing off the... The, the, because they had to completely, the, uh, when the tower came down, it smashed into the tower, into the transmitter building. It destroyed everything. They had to start from scratch. So they built a new building, and they put a new tower up. And when they were finishing off the tower, before they had the fence up around the tower, the way it is right now, they were finishing the parking lot, and they had a tractor, they had a truck, a dump truck come in there with a load of gravel. And you know how you ever seen like when they do that, the trucks, like when they spread the gravel, the guy, you know, tilts the bed up, and like he moves forward. And, and, you know, he, he drops the gravel as he's moving. You know what I'm talking about? Yes, I do. Okay, this guy went backwards and was decided he wanted to put gravel right up against, you know, the, the tower and the, the building. And he hit the tower with his, with his truck. Brand new tower. Got knocked down by the tornado. Hit the tower. Thankfully, didn't do any damage to it. But can you imagine that? You, you get your tower knocked down by... So by, how do they know that it didn't do any damage? company came out had to inspect it. The you know, company that, that, that manufactured the tower, they sent an inspector out to do an inspection of the tower. You know, I mean, because brand new tower, you know, they just put it up, you know, because the other one got knocked, knocked, down, knocked down by the tornado. They put a brand new tower up, guys finishing off the parking lot, backs into it with his dump truck. <laughs> I'm going like, man, that's, that's something that would happen to me. You know, I mean, like, it is actually <laughs> like, like, like bad <laughs> I'm luck. I'm sorry, but it, it is. is. It's like something happened to me. Like, hey, our towers got knocked down by a tornado, but we got our brand new towers up. And then some crazy nut runs into it with a dump truck. You know, it's like, OK, and knocks it back down again. OK, it's just like sort of fate. Maybe I'm not supposed I to be on the air. I get knocked down, but, but I get up again. <laughs> but, but, you know, 
there, there's, there's, unfortunately, that's not an uncommon situation. Matter of fact, there's, there's video. If you watch some of these videos on, on, online, there's a couple videos, um, and there's a, there's a horrendous one, terrible video, where it was down in Houston, and they were building this big monstrous tower, this 2,000 foot tower, and they were, they were pretty much almost done with it. They were like at like 18, 1900 feet in the air. And they were using a crane to pull up sections of the tower. They, had, they used a thing called a gin pole, where essentially you, you bolt it to the top of the tower, and then you pull up another section, and you drop that section in, in the line. Then you pull the gin pole up, and you pull it up higher. You know what I'm talking about? You, like, stack the tower like that. Anyway, they were, they were doing this, and they had the whole tower crew, and they had a couple of guys, which is OSHA violation. They had a couple of guys who were riding up on the tower section. They were literally strapped onto the tower section that was being hauled up into the top of the tower, and the rigging broke. Oh, no. And the section of the tower came crashing down, and it hit the... And, and the crazy part of it is, you can find this on, on, on YouTube, and it's really, really, really sad. Uh, the whole tower came down, and every one of the guys who was on the tower was killed. It was like seven guys. Oh, and dear. the video is like the camera was on the tower section they were hoisting up. So in other words, somebody took like a video camera and you know like stuck it on the the tower section they were hoisting up so you see you see the tower going up in the air and you see you know going higher and higher and higher and higher and then all of a sudden whoa the thing just starts like free fall and the tower hits the ground and and it's still going you know the camera's still rolling it's like oh my god and every last one of the guys in the tower was killed i mean that's some i can i can't even imagine i can't well it's one of those things i i saw this story the other day about this, this, this World War II. Just because it's one of those things doesn't make it any easier to to stomach. Well, there's there's this story which has been proven true. Uh, this guy who was a tail gunner um, in one of the uh, World War II uh, British bombers. I think it was a Lancaster bomber, and his his plane got shot up by the Germans, and um, and he didn't have his parachute on. He didn't, and and matter of fact, he was the tail gunner, and there wasn't enough room for him to sit on a tail gunner position with his with his uh, with his 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 parachute on. So the, the the plane gets shot up, and it starts to crash, and it's on fire, and he tries to get the the parachute on, he can't get it on. So and he starts to get burnt because the plane is burning, and the flames are in his like compartment where he shoots, and he's and he, and he he talked about this. He said, you know what? It's just time for me to end my life. So he jumped because, because you know, the, the, the plane was broken up, you know, starting to break up, and he jumped out of the plane with no parachute, 18,000 feet, and he lived. And he fell into some forest in Germany because they were bombing Germany at the time, and he fell into some forest, and they think the reason he died, he didn't die, was because he hit, like, a forest and a bunch of trees, and there was, like, two feet of snow. So when he, you know, the, the, the trees, as he came through the trees, crashing down from the trees at 18,000 feet, hit the trees and then, um, you know, hit the, the snow, which, you know, absorbed some of the impact. And he was unconscious. And he woke up like, woke up like three hours later. True story. You can find it. And, and he started to walk into town. And he was in Germany. And the, the German soldiers got him. And what was interesting was, they at first they thought because the Germans had this ethic that that if you were a prisoner of war, they took you captive. But if you were a spy, they'd execute you. And when he told them he had fallen out of a plane with no parachute, they didn't believe him. They thought he was a spy. So initially they were going to shoot him. So mm-hmm. they found his plane that had crashed. The flight found it, you know, some miles. You know, he told them what plane. They found it. It crashed. And sure enough, they said they found his parachute in the plane. 
And so the Germans, they, he became like a hero. And they actually gave him a certificate. The German army gave him a certificate because they appreciated the fact that he had fallen from 18,000 feet. And he, he went into the hospital. And the crazy thing was he went into the hospital because of the fact that he had burns on his body from, from uh, jumping out of the plane, you know, when the plane was on fire. And every once in a while you read about this, that some guy will, like, you know, jump out of a plane as his chute won't open, and he hits the ground. Sometimes, you know, they break all sorts of bones, but they live. Can you imagine that? I've heard of that. You know, and the, you know the other crazy thing was there's this unbelievable story that this guy would go on the air with Shelley in the morning, and and he would actually do a two hour show, and at the end of the two hours he actually would would still be alive, and he's still talking to her, <laughs> and she's still talking to him. Now that in itself is cray cray. <laughs> it's seven forty three. Plus one seven point one AM thirteen fifty KSLQ one hundred four point five. Isn't that a beautiful song? It really is a pretty song. And you know, Usher, and it's true. I don't think Usher gets the credit. Usher has an incredible voice, and he doesn't really. I think that's the first time I've really. I mean, when I heard that song, I thought to myself, "Damn, who is that?" When somebody says it's Usher, I thought to myself, "Like the rapper dude, Usher? Like you know, like I I want you, I'm, I want you call me on my cell phone, whatever that one is, cell phone bling, whatever the deal is. I want you call me on my cell phone. Right, you know, because it's just like, for example, I heard an interview. You know, two. T-Pain is? Remember T-Pain used to do all the auto, auto-tune stuff? No. You don't know who T-Pain is? Okay. No. Anyway, I heard him on a talk show recently, and he sang a cappella, and he was incredible. And everybody said, no, hold on a minute now. We didn't know you could really sing. We thought all you did was like the auto-tune stuff. And you know his response was, you know what auto-tune is? You know what auto-tune I, is, right? I do know what auto-tune is, yes. Auto-tune is this little gizmo that uh, makes, that, that can, you, if you can't sing, it can make you sing because it could, it could change your pitch. Uh, the guy's name is Fahim Rashid Najam. That's his real name. Known as T-Pain, American rapper, singer, songwriter, record producer, and streamer. His debut uh, album uh, in 2005 was Rapper Tarant Sanganga, whatever the hell that is. Anyway, um, and he's an interesting guy. He's produced a lot of different. You don't maybe not know him from his own music, but he's produced a lot of different big, big artists. Okay, so he said the reason he used auto tune was because at the time he was the only guy doing it. And he stood out, and because everybody thought he was using auto tune. Because when auto tune first came out, essentially what what they did was if you sung off pitch, you could go in, you could correct the pitch of someone singing. In other words, if someone's singing sharp or flat, you go in and dial in the auto tune, and you can crank the the you know the, the 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 algorithm, whatever the heck it was, and you could put it right on pitch. So in other words, it gave perfect pitch. So so anyway, that's that. How do we get on an auto tune thing? Oh, because of, because of the fact that Usher, because like, and you know what? One of the songs, I think he's the guy that produced. Maybe not. Did he produce? The, how old is he? He is. Uh, da, 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 he's uh, thirty six. Anyway, his record label is Nappy Boy Entertainment. Nappy Boy? Yeah, Nappy Boy. That's his record label. Nappy Boy. Now, that's because his hair is curly. <laughs> right. He's nappy. But you can't say that. Remember, I got in trouble with you the other day because I said that Kinko's was named after the founder because he had curly hair. And you said, that's not true. And I proved it. It was true. Okay. Yes, you did prove it. Okay. Let me play this again to refresh everybody's memory because I have the explanation on this. Ready? This is this is our president. If he can't figure out the difference between an elephant and a lion, I don't know what the hell he's talking about. Okay. The explanation of that. You have no idea. I have no idea. Okay? Here's the explanation. You ready for this? Mm-hmm. 
Trump took a test for dementia. One of the standard parts is the name these three animals and shows pictures of a lion, a rhino, and a camel. When referring to the test, Trump said that he had to identify three animal, animals, an elephant, a rhino, and a camel, thereby misidentifying misidentif the lion versus the elephant. The problem lies that Trump stated Biden could pass the test, and Biden said, I certainly know the difference between a lion and an elephant. Get it now? Okay, so in other words, Trump said he could identify the three animals, and when he said that, he misidentified one of the animals, so that's why that's why our president said... If he can't figure out the difference between an elephant and a lion, I don't know what the hell he's talking about. Can I be honest with you? The, the, the statement alone didn't make any sense. Okay, now it supposedly makes sense. I took, I took that test with Dr. W. Yes. I did very poorly. I did too. Yeah. Isn't that terrible? <laughs> and so we, you and I are on the air together. <laughs> yeah. What does that tell you? <laughs> It tells you that this is BS. <laughs> and and, and it's 7.53. That's what it tells you. And Dr. W said, um, did you drive here? I go, yeah. He says, uh, I think I'm going to call an Uber for you to get you back to your office. <laughs> did you Uber? No, I'm kidding about that. But Because <laughs> but I, I can see him doing that, actually. I have. And this is not because of my age. There are certain things I can remember. I have this weird, like, Swiss cheese brain. Certain things I can remember and certain things I can't. For example, my police department. I, we had four transmitters when I, was on, when I was a police dispatcher. And I haven't done this for like decades. Okay? KRA 569, KCZ 924, KTS 606, and WBG 434. Those were our four transmitters we'd have to identify. And I bet you if you go into the FCC database and you run those call letters, they're still, they're still in, in, in activity. Okay? My very first credit card number, 467-2650-009048. Okay, how to remember that? But sometimes I used to know my credit card number and my driver's license number. Well, I got a real short driver's license number. You know, it's funny. I every once in a while somebody will accuse me of having a fake driver's license. Why? I've got like a five-digit driver's license number. How did you manage that? When they first, because it used to be for a while, your driver's license number uh, was your was your social security. Remember back in the day when I was a student at uh, at school. Your student ID was your social security number until they figured out what identity theft was all about. And then they started to stop doing that. Once upon a time, your uh, driver's license number was your social security number because it was supposedly a unique number, which I have a problem with. You know, I, 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 I stay up at night thinking about things, okay? F uh, let's, take, let's take a social security number. Okay, it's 10 digits, right? One, two, three, yes. four. Yeah, so it's 10 digits, okay? So that 10 digits would give you, would give you, what, a hundred million? Like would give you like ten digits would be six digits would be a hundred thousand, seven digits would be a million, eight digits would be ten million, nine digits right ten. I mean, aren't they going to run out of social security numbers at some point in time if they only use ten? Well, digits? Well, I would say that they would put numbers, excuse me, letters in there, but they're doing that with the fake ones. With the fake social security numbers. With the new social security numbers for people who are on disability to have a social security card. Yeah? You have a letter? So if you're on disability and you have a social security card, yeah. before your social security number plus an A was your number. What? Yes. So you have, you have, you have letters in your social security number now? No, only on your um, social security disability card. Oh, but this is not your actual social security number. 
it was your it used to be your social security number now it's not anyway my my driver's license is five digits long I only have five digits in my driver's license number because I opted out a social security thing and they issued you a different different number and they just randomly throw you a number. So to this day, I have that same number. Let me count it again. Uh, I'm sorry, it's six digits, six digits long. Yeah. And I've got the world's best driver's license picture, don't I? <laughs> <laughs> It's it's um it's 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 a it's a standard picture for you, Brad. <laughs> yes, it is. And oh my gosh, it's seven fifty six. We're we're coming up to the end of the end of the morning. Thank heaven. And I didn't I didn't get to talk about my big controversy I've I've started, which now people are mad at me because they say I'm making fun of Dave Murray. Why? Because he lives in another state. Right. Yeah. I put this out. You know, once again, if you don't if you don't if you don't know what we're talking about, Dave Murray does not live in St. Louis anymore, yet he's all on all these stations um, you know, doing doing weather reports. He lives in California. And I'm thinking to myself, hold on a minute now. Don't you expect your local meteorologist to be like special like somebody who's been on TV like forever and ever and ever when he's on the radio? Don't you expect him to be like, you know, living like out in Ladue where he lived and, you know, still doing the weather? So in other words, he could look out his window and go, oh, it's raining. Oh, I better change my forecast. You know, that kind of stuff. No, he doesn't live here anymore. So I put this out on my, on my radio poop site and I got, I got a couple of people that are on my case because I'm making fun of Dave Murray. But I'm not actually making fun of Dave Murray. I think Dave Murray's an incredible guy. It's his you do. Bro- it's his you brother. S- you spoke very highly of him over the years. I did. He taught me how to read radar. It's his brother that I'm worried about. His, this is Dwayne Murray. This is Dave Murray's brother. Oh, we dear. We didn't have tornadoes here until we started putting into traffic circles. When people go round and round in circles, it causes disturbance in the atmosphere and causes tornadoes. Think about that. Global global circulation. They talk about global warming. All the traffic. Every you know every every year there's more traffic circles in the St. Louis area. You go out you go out the new exit right there 364 at Motherhead Road, whatever it is, Guttermuth, whatever. What's that road? What's it? Mm-hmm. Is it Guttermuth? There's not one. Yes. There's not one that's not. There's what? There's three traffic circles out there, right? Aren't there yes, three of them? There three is of them? three. Okay, like they're all over the place now. You you go up down 109. There between Clayton Road and and uh, what is that old Manchester? There's like ten traffic circles to the point where I don't know if you know that or not. There's a there's a ambulance station down there. There's a paramedic station down there at uh, at 109 in Old Manchester. They actually have the paramedics out there. The people when they go through all the traffic circles, they actually have to pull over some of the cars because the people are dizzy and they have to give them like a little little medicine to get their dizziness out from going through the traffic circles. Okay, <laughs> that's about right. Oh, it's seven fifty-eight. Oh, you know what? I screwed up. Hold on a minute. <laughs> I wasn't supposed to play that. Hold on a minute. Hold on a minute. I can't get it to What's stop. What should I do, Shelly? What? Are you singing along with it? Okay. Now, yeah, I was. Now we're done. Here we go.